Hi, awesome people of the world. Welcome to Tiny Drops Mighty Oceans. I'm a bimbola, and with me, of course, as usual, is Moji. Moji song. Hi, guys. Anyone is fine. Whatever you guys decide to call me, that's fine. So joining us on this episode is one of the smartest and youngest CEOs we know. He's the founder of a design startup, McD. His name is Michael Awono. Michael, please, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello, Michael. Hi, Jimbo. Hi, Moji. Hi. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Michael Awono. I'm founder and CEO of McD, a startup based in Nigeria. And we're focused on designing the best tools for applicants to work efficiently. How we do that now is um, employing, let's say, employing professions like architecture and interior design, product design, graphic design, sometimes UI UX, just exploring different design approaches to design the best products. That's more or less what we do. That's, that's me. Okay. So, Michael, just a quick one. Why did you start McD? What's the story behind McD? Like, what really was the purpose? What, what, what prompted you to start McD? Uh, okay, so, well, funny stories. I'll say there are two, two different origin stories for McD. Mm-hmm. The first one started as a dare because um, I saw a gap in, let's say, in, indu- in industry somewhat. So I'm from an African. Africans don't, Nigerians don't, Nigerian architects don't end well. They end pretty, um, if I'm comparing to the dollar, people earn around $150, $160. Oh, that's 80,000 Naira per month. And so I realized I could, I realized I could go for interviews and get, um, let's say, salary offers up to 200, 250. And as high as that, but other people couldn't do that. So starting with this started as a dare to figure out if I could do that, pull that same stunt with uh, clients and businesses. Funny, yes. But after a while, after a two years, um, after exploring that for two years, then we did and became a company that was targeted at improving work efficiency of businesses. So that's where we then evolved to, because then it became serious because we started working with businesses with defined goals, defined resources, and we had to become more professionals. So that's, um, I would say, it, it came, came, both of them came from a place of providing more value and getting more value. Oh, awesome. I really love the, your values that you have incorporated into MIGD and how it's really centered on people. I think that's very, very important. And I think that brings us to the question for the week. Do employers really care? So, <laughs> of course, I'm going to start with asking Muji that question as usual. <laughs> Muji, first, do I don't know. Yeah, first, I don't know why Michael laughed. Like he laughed when you asked the question. In my mind, I'm like, okay, why did he laugh? But I mean, I can, I can completely understand that. And that's also because this, for me, this is, this is a huge question because you know how sometimes, you, you know, this thing where even in like in our, in our relationships, like when it comes to like friendships, where you, um, 
you ask your friend, oh, do you care about me? And your friend goes, oh, yes, I do. But then in your mind, you're like, um, no, I don't think you, I don't think you care. And that's because you can really tell, like words don't mean much. You know that, right? Like your actions, they, they always would supersede like your words. So no matter how many times you say something, if your actions don't align with your words, then it really is empty. Like it's, it's really nothing. And for me, this question I think for me, like this, I thought about this question when I was just thinking, okay, with businesses, what is it really about? Like, what are businesses really on about? You know, sometimes mm -hmm. you hear people, like people want to, people want to give you like their business goal or like, like sorry, the vision for their businesses. Yeah. And then they're like, um, oh, it's about the future. It's about changing the world. Mm -hmm. It's always about changing the world. But mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm asking, are you really concerned about changing the world? Or are you concerned about your bottom line? Are you concerned about your um, annual revenue are you concerned about your your profits like how profitable is my business going to be because really are you still going to be in business if you're like if it's not profitable yet you have you have your people going for like people are still committed to that business and jiggy so for me these are questions that just plague my mind and then i ask the question do employers really care so yeah that's it for me hmm. Hmm. i think that's a very good perspective to it for me i feel like hmm, i have been privileged and lucky to work with employers that i think do care but i've also seen in a number of ways how the truth is this is the one place we all spend our time right we spend eight hours at the office you know and it's more like how is it that i would be in a place all day and I'm not happy or I'm in a mood or I'm not happy with the relationships that I'm building but this is actually the one place that you're spending all your time so it's actually affecting you in so many ways and I think this is why this question is very valuable to everyone really yeah. okay so Michael I'm just going to ask you because I'm, I'm curious and that's because I know right now you are I mean, you fall into, you're on the other side. I mean, yeah, I'm an employee. So you're on the other side, you're an employer. So I'm going to ask you, what are your thoughts? Like, first, I, I want you to speak from two perspectives. Speak from the point, like, um, speak from the perspective of when you were an employee and then also speak from your current perspective as an employer. Okay, when I was an employee, oh, I don't think I want my bosses, my former bosses to... Listen to this. Oh, wow. Okay, so when I was an employee, I realized it's easier for your boss to care about you when you're providing optimum value. It's easy for you to care about the one that makes you money. Yeah. Okay. When it's not quite clear that you are, it's very difficult. You pretty much have a very terrible work experience. Um, as an employer, um, I'll say there are many layers to it. Like I said, it's easier to care for someone else when your own end is sorted out. And you go to typical um, Silicon Valley startup culture. Employers pay employees way more than they pay themselves. It's a form of delayed um, gratification. So you pay, so you poach someone or you get someone that's worked in a big organization and you pay them X3, X5 of yourself. Because you know when they grow with you, you earn that money back, say, when you IPO or you sell. In Nigeria, it's usually the opposite because Nigerians are built to 
to, and I say, earn for the generation. So people, so people earn for their families, their extended families before outsiders. In this case, outsiders usually, employees usually end up in the outsider box. So it's in that case, you would say, no, they don't really care about you. It's first families, first themselves before they come to you. But as an employer, as an um, employer, it's one thing I had to learn. So my background is in architecture and not many architecture firms do well, which means not many architects and well, like I mentioned in the earlier, um, when I mentioned salary earlier. Yeah. And so one of the things I set out to do was not to do exactly not that, to pay people well, to pay people higher salaries. If that means you have to earn more. So it, it boils down to it's easier to care about your employees. It's easier to buy them merch. It's easier to fly them on vacations when there's a lot of money in the bank. True. So yeah. I'll say that's where it starts from, yeah. Yes, I'm just pondering on what you said because I think one thing that really stood out for me that you said was end for their generation. Um, could you elaborate on that just a bit? Okay. So the... Um, hmm. I, I want to say it's an African um, culture because you want to leave enough money, leave enough wealth and inheritance for your children and your children's children. So that's the approach many Nigerians take to work, especially the ones that run businesses. So um, you could find, you could go to a typical big you get and it gives off half of his wealth to charity. You're actually going to find a Nigerian do that. That's half of the wealth can take care of his generation to the fourth, <laughs> take care of his families to the fourth generation. So uh, that, they're not going to do that. They're hardly ever going to do that. It's it's a, it's because you know in an area like this where governments are quite terrible and nobody's nobody thinks about, about the citizens citizens have to think of themselves citizens usually have to think of themselves first so people have to think of themselves first and employees then suffer the brunt of this okay okay so thank you for that answer now leading up to our next question what are employers really supposed to care about and why Hmm. Michael, um, can I just sorry, just before you just before you because see Michael, you said so many things that in my mind I'm just thinking and I'm like, hmm, like mm-hmm. I'm 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 pondering on that one thing you said that so for um, most times like um with with startups, they're thinking, okay, you know what, if I bring in this person that I know is very good, obviously has like this is what I want to create, and this person is more skilled, like way more um skill than i am in like in executing yeah. like thinking about this um product or business that i want to build i can pay him way more than i'll pay myself but because i know that in the long run i'm going to earn that money back. so now like in my mind i'm thinking to myself it's kind of like reverse psychology like it's because yeah. at the end of the day what so i think i we really can't even point fingers because at the end of the day like it always comes back to me like as an individual it always comes back to you because yeah, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to pay this person more. I'm going to get this person as good. I'm going to build this person. At the end of the day, you're thinking, oh, all of that is still going to boil down to me as an individual. Like I'm still going to double my, like my, 
my st- like everything about me is going to change because of that other person so i feel like it's it's almost like a circle so i don't know yeah don't yeah know break off of it but yes sorry answer bimbo's question i agree with you because um so um there's this um south african um entrepreneur who see tembekwai and he mentioned something africans like to build small businesses mm-hmm. yeah because when you build small business you have full control of it you see a scenario where Apple fired Steve Jobs and then brought him back later. Like an African man does not want to go through that. So he would rather not build a conglomerate. Oh. So he has full autonomy on how everything runs. Yeah, that, that's the real life situation. So what are employees, employers supposed to care about? Um, really, I think being an employer is um, a privilege. I, I see it as a privilege because you're you're getting human beings, fellow human beings to bet on your vision, to bet on your capability to take care of them. Mm-hmm. That is, so they come to your um, place of work for 20 days a month and uh, you're guaranteeing them that at the end of that month, I'm going to pay you what, um, I'm going to pay you salary that will take care of you. It's, it's a real bet that they're making on you. So it puts, um, it puts a real onus on employers to think of those people. Because really, when, you th- when your employees do well, you do well as well. I think that, that's one line um, people um, fail to yeah. see. Mm-hmm. So what are employers supposed to care about? Care about it's your people first, people before clients. It's, it's, a, it's a very bullish approach. It's what I stand for. And I, I tell my people all the time, if we're owing vendors, and the people, while well, we have to pay salaries, I'll pay salaries first. Yep. Vendors can yep. wait. I'm sorry. You're an outsider. <laughs> oh it, my it, God. It's, it's I, I do understand how that sounds, but you're an outsider, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, I'm responsible for these people because I can guarantee that 20 days a week, I can see them. I can see them working at their desk. Yes. I can't guarantee what the vendor is doing somewhere else. But for 20 days a week, this person is giving me and my business their time, their energy, their concentration, then I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to think about them first. So it's about their well-being, it's about their future, it's about their health, that's HMO, their well-being, their future, pension. It's like the business revolves around, first it revolves around the people because when you take care of the people, they take care of the business. That's the reality of it. So that, that, that's why that's so what should employers care about their people first because if you take care of your people they'll take care of their work and their work is your work so you benefit in the end okay so i'm just going to ask you you say they should care about the people right but yeah. i want you to like go in detail about that <laughs> like what exactly because really actually it's very easy for to say oh care about your people right because we know exactly why you said the reason why but what are the little details like in your day-to-day like what are the things that okay. you do that, that like that your people can easily say oh like we know that our boss cares, okay. cares. exactly all right um well obviously um i'm still learning i'm a young founder I mean, okay let's let's talk about last year <laughs> when the pandemic when the pandemic hit. <laughs> And then everybody had to go through that. So we like started early on, that's myself and that's the management team. And we're not going to 
lay off anybody, not because of this pandemic. Even if it means we have to pay people um, after the salaries for the meantime, that's what we decided on doing. It was difficult for the business. Sometimes it's not the wise thing to do. But we, our first stance was we're going to do this. And if we're going to have to lay off anybody or not pay anybody, it's going to be a worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, another a day-to-day scenario is because, so I work with, not, not a lot, because our team is still quite, quite small. But I work with a number of ladies. And usually a part of what we do is architecture and construction. Mm-hmm. And that's a male-dominated um, industry. industry. Mm-hmm. So you end up, you find out you go to sites and then people try to um, belittle my people. Mm-hmm. And my first stance is, you're wrong. I don't care how that worked. So like the first stance is demand is wrong. And so it's building a culture where my people can come to me and say, oh, I don't like this guy. I don't like how he looks at me. I don't like how he talks to me. And we have to cancel it. And yeah, that's it. That's what Basically we building a safe environment. Like for me, this is, and you know the funny thing, I like that, you know, safety, safety isn't even just in the things that you mentioned. It's just the fact yeah. that at every point in time you feel secure, like people don't feel less of who. So basically your, like your emotional needs are being addressed. Your yep. psychological yes. needs, like your men, like I've, ah, Bimbo, that means that thing you said about, like we spend so much of our lives at work yes, we that do. we don't realize how much of an impact it has on our lives in general. And, yes. and this for that, like everything you said, Michael, it just blows my mind because I'm like, if only like, if only a lot of businesses would, would look inwards and say, okay, you know what, what kind of environment do I, and because the, the big, the, you know, the big thing, the big thing is, I feel like I find people complaining about the world. And then people forget yeah. that the world is like, that's, that's you just being large, like, that's you just seeing like things on a large perspective. There's something called our world, like your world, which is starting from like your workplace, your family, that's your world first before. And if you can protect that world or create a safe, like mini world, I feel like no matter like with like what you said about the pandemic, what happened with your business and the pandemic, like the fact that you could create a safe and a safe environment, even in the midst of the chaos that was going um, going on in the world, I feel like at least like your no matter how much pressure was coming in, there was always some sort of safe place to run back to. So, yeah, this for me just this this one eh, because I. Someone like me, I'm interested. Bimbo, I, I want to hear from you as well because I know you've been talking about like it's all be it's, on your end. It sounds like it's rich. for me. I, I I don't think I'm not. I won't necessarily say I'm someone that aspires to be like a founder someday or to be an um to kind of like maybe be the CEO of a business. But for me, I'm I'm interested in working with businesses to actually businesses that would um that would um that have a vision that is focused on their people that that really is my life of like how can we make people's lives better like how like in the business like in, in their day-to-day operations in any business environment they find themselves how can people be like how can the focus on people be maximized so bimbo let me hear on your end okay so i'm going to take it from like you said i've been lucky to be in an environment where it's been good. Yes, in terms of payment, because you know, there are two sides of it. There is how much you're being paid and there's how you're being treated, 
right? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you really realize that, like, what's done. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. <laughs> what Michael said, right, about how it's actually how much the company is making at the time. That's how you're actually being paid. But yeah. there's also different ways as well. That's why I said there's the payment part and there's also like how you're being treated. I've been quite lucky on how you're being treated, right? But something that have something that I've been very conscious of. Right now I'm on the job market, right? And I'm looking for okay. a job. And I've been very, very particular about culture while seeking okay. because I realized that, like I said before, about, okay, this is where I'm going to be spending most of my time. And I recently had an interview where I asked the person interviewing me and I asked, okay, you've been here for five years. How has you had a vision for your life five years before, okay. especially in your career path, right? How has this company been able to help you on that path on that journey and one of the things that she said that my god really stuck in me was she said she is a nicer person <laughs> you know he you don't know hear that all the yes. time yes you don't and i was like why she said because when she finishes a job there's so much affirmation from her employer saying you did well you did this good okay this thing wasn't right this is how you can do it you know there's so much praise while she's on the job for her to say I'm a nicer person I'm able to give love to people more than I would have that's very valuable yes that's very valuable (laughs) so I think I think also for employees that's something to look out for. And for employers, build that culture because really, these are your that's people. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I, I, I think on my end, something that I can I can hold on to in every environment, like for, I mean, very, see, as much as sometimes things get to me, I think I'm, I, I think you guys might disagree, but I think I'm a positive person. So even when I'm like, I'm somewhere that day, I don't necessarily feel like the culture is, I'm someone that I protect like my inner, like my inner environment, I protect it a lot. So I always see the good wherever I am. And mm-hmm. something I've been blessed with is relationships. I don't joke with that. Like the, like everywhere that I've worked, really, like the relationships that I have built Oh, they, like they've just been amazing. Like the people that I've had the opportunity to work with, like I, for me, it's a huge blessing. Beyond anything, it's okay. that's always my take home. Like because for me, I'm I'm protecting my inner peace already. So mm-hmm. once I'm surrounded by these um these um class of people, like I'm just I'm just I'm just good. Yes, so. I'm I'm glad you said that because yes, we all need to protect our inner peace. That's very vital. People are mean in this world. What do we really have to? Like, do we really have to? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, okay. Michael, just I just want yeah. you to like give us like just wrap up this episode for us. Like, and you've already seen. I want to ask you to give us insights on what um a healthy and env- work environment should look like. But I feel like you've you've done like more than enough justice to this already but just like what do you what would you say to you a younger version of yourself what would you just what would you say to someone that is that, that, that is thinking because you know that another problem is the fact that we're asking this question do employers really care and then or even some employees like they're saying ah, 
my employer doesn't care about me. But then I'm asking myself, what would you do if you were to be an employer? Because some, a lot of people would still fall into the same like um, cycle where you're an employee complaining about your employer. When you become an employer, you're that same employer. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm just like, what really? So what would you say? Like, what's that thing? That very, very important thing that you say to anyone that is already in business as a founder or would want to found a business? Or, yeah, what would you say? Um, hmm. I would say, I think um, one thing that stands out to me is creating an environment where people can grow and where people can see themselves growing. So, um, so you happen, we happen to, um, I happen to work with very, very ambitious people and they have five year, 10 year plans. And the idea is if the goal is in two years, I want to be at this role, in three years, I want to be this person. You should be able to chart a, you should be able to see your business Help, help them achieve that. One thing, um, one, thing we tra- one thing we did last year was to bring in a chief of people. Now that's, um, we're a young organization. That's, that's unheard of most times. But brought in a chief of people, why? She's dedicated to making sure that people be, be the best they can be in their, in their career, in their personal development. So we had someone, we had, if you come through the organization now, Roles have evolved over the years. People have gone from a graphic designer to a creative director, an architect to a project manager. The point is, this is what you want to achieve in three years. Can the business help you go in that direction? I think that's what the healthy work, healthy work environment looks like, where you don't have to go to think about your future and you can do that at work. I'll tell you that that's what the healthy environment looks like. Thank you, Michael. Awesome. Like, like I've been like the insights you've dropped there. Even me, I'm considering starting my own company. Even though, <laughs> <laughs> even though the truth is, it's not for everybody. But it's uh, like it's for me. I feel like it, anyone that gets to work at McD, it, it's it will be a life changing experience for the person. Like whether no matter whether you come in as an intern, you come in as whatever it is. I feel like like. Well done. That's all I'll say. Well done, Michael. Well done, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, guys, that's like that's it for this episode. So, I don't, guys, or oh, I don't know if you guys would. This one, eh, it hits me so deep that I'm just, I'm weak. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> like I, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm excited first that um. Michael like um that Michael was able to join us on this episode and I really hope that you all have learned something something you can work with and um and also if what what you might have other thoughts and other perspectives would be willing to um hear from you at tiny drops four and that's on Instagram and on Twitter we look forward to hearing from you see you soon bye thank you for having me yeah. Bye, Thank Michael. you. All right. Bye, Mickey. Bye, Bye. <laughs>